0: I started this song without an actual idea of how I wanted to do it. Yeah, woo. The end? The end. <laughs> <laughs> I was just waiting for you to like freak you out so you didn't know when the end was happening. You
1: know, I, I just always assume the end is nigh, so <laughs> it's fine. The end is so fucking nigh. The end. That's what my t-shirt says. I mean, you can't see it because I'm wearing a sweatshirt, but trust me, that's what it says. How are you doing? Uh, I'm good. good? I'm all right. Excellent. Kind of Welcome. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's crazy. Um, so But I'm glad to be here now. Right, yeah. Welcome Good to... Fan... I haven't seen you in...
1: Well, because it was a vacation. It was vacation. We was... took a Thanksgiving pause. Two weeks. So I could not eat turkey. <laughs>
0: oh. oh. By
1: the way, this is Fantastic. Yep. I'm Sarah. I'm Ashley. Yeah, welcome. Yep. So, oh, Thanksgiving.
0: Thanksgiving. Yeah, how did uh, that go? Were you able to
1: eat things? Uh, I was able to eat things. Good. Because there were there were sides. Okay. Um, But... <laughs> they were also live turkeys <laughs> because where we they were they got slaughtered that morning no okay, but where on. we were there is a um <coughs> okay so if a, if a lot of crows is a murder of crows right yeah. and like a bunch of geese is a gaggle what do you call a fuck ton of turkeys
0: um a stupid of turkeys okay
1: so where we <laughs> were are dumb. sure there was a stupid of turkeys there was like 15 <laughs> fucking turkeys yes and Um, the morning before Thanksgiving, this, like, fuck-ton of turkeys... A stupid of turkeys. The stupid of turkeys was just chilling on the lawn. Like, right outside the kitchen window. Judging you? Well, judging Um, them. staring, you know, judging, knowing that inside (laughs) we were defrosting a 14-pound turkey, one of their brethren. Um... (laughs) Yeah, there were, like, 15 of these things, and they are large. Yeah. It was, like, if you looked out from the window, it was like the birds. Okay, yeah. But with
0: turkeys. But with turkeys. Well, that's terrifying. And if they
1: ever remade the birds with turkeys, it would be a much more frightening movie because those things are gigantic. And I am much more, I, they could do a lot more damage than tiny little fucking sparrows. <laughs> like, that's funny. I mean, I don't think they're as fast, you know, and can't like dive bomb you necessarily, but you know, they're larger than my <laughs> <child's>. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, so they were just standing there like staring, judging. That's hilarious. Everyone else but me, because I don't eat the poultry. But yeah, it was, it was kind of
0: awesome. That's funny. Yeah,
1: that's was good. How's your... Maybe aside from
0: being sick, it was good. It was nice. I think I need to buy a bigger bird. I bought a 15 pound bird, and we didn't have as many leftovers as I would have liked. Mm. I would have liked more days of leftovers. Okay. So I think maybe 20 pounds next year. Holy shit. That is a large fucking turkey. We used to buy, uh, when I was in college, we'd buy like a 25 pound bird, and then all my friends in college who didn't go like back home, we'd adopt them. So it be my parents cooking for, like, me and, like, seven of my friends. How do you fit that in an oven? Um, like, you take out, like, the other...
1: No, but I mean, like, I don't even have a roasting pan big enough. Oh, yeah
0: I mean, <laughs> Okay. Ikea has giant roasting right. pans. I'm like,
1: I, yeah. I mean, I own a roasting pan. <laughs> Disclaimer, I've never used it because, as we've established, you know, it's only fucking birds. But, Yeah. The only birds my house gets are the crockpot chickens that, like, yeah you know, Patrick cooks. That's it. <laughs> but, yeah, it's fucked, man. 20 pounds.
0: Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Okay, here. All right. The sound that you hear is Sarah's birthday present that finally came in the mail. I'm very excited. It was, like, a week and a half late.
1: I'm also excited because again it is tinfoil wrapped and protected from aliens. Oh we
0: haven't we haven't said what it is. It is a plain brown cardboard box taped up with office tape. It's just the clear tape, because that's all I had. I tried to tape it with um with packing tape, mm-hmm. and I unrolled it, and there was nothing. And Jeremy laughed at me. Mm-hmm. And then I went to grab the masking tape, and I unrolled it, and there was nothing left. And Jeremy laughed. So at me. So there's the tape shortage. So in your house, there's is what So you're it's saying. just clear tape. All right. And then carefully the folded. F- top is covered with foil. Yes. It's so very carefully wrapped. Alumi- it, uh, aluminum. Aluminum <laughs> foil. Aluminum foil. Although, and then you have to, as look- we say in America, <laughs> because that <how laughs> aluminum. You have to tell everybody what you're seeing.
1: All uh, right. So let's remove the <laughs> aluminum, which you can also wear as a hat. It's true. All right. Holy shit. So <laughs> that's right. I have myself an assortment of beets. <laughs> we got fresh beets, guys. One beet.
0: <laughs> Trick.
1: Two beet. Magic. you should see your breath. <laughs> red beets. And then more just fucking red beets. Like, they're all just red beets. Not gonna lie, there are so many red beets. They're organic. They, oh well <laughs> shit. Good job. Got beets.
0: Where's the bears in Battlestar Galactica? You
1: know what? I don't think a bear would fit in this box. It's a small bear. Or a battlestar galactica. It can best. <laughs> so many bears. So many beets. So many I battlestar
0: galacticas.
1: Um everyone needs red poops. <laughs> red poops are the most important. All right, and then we have some packages classily wrapped (laughs) in uh, paper towels. towels. That's right, (laughs) as all good presents are. Ah, sweet. All right, got myself a Shrewd Farms Bed and (laughs) Breakfast Scranton
0: PA book. <laughs> that comes with a tiny <laughs> Shrew Farms bed and breakfast sticker. These are the roadside beets, Sarah. Oh, are those? <laughs> They're the, the, money, the beats. money beets. You want to eat the beet? <laughs> <coughs> No, I only buy the money beads because no one coat. wants those other pieces. Uh, I would like it to markup. be known that these are all wrapped with only three pieces of tape because as Pam says, if you're using more than three pieces of tape, you're doing it wrong. Oh, that's right, she did. <laughs> and they're all packaged the way I thought Dwight might package. Oh
1: speaking of my students were not working today they were discussing other things and they're supposed to be working on their final projects and i told them if they did not start working on their final projects instead of talking about the office which is what they were doing they were going to be as embarrassed they were going to end up as embarrassed as michael scott when he couldn't afford to pay all oh, for all scott, scott's thoughts.
0: Scott, i hate that episode i, I don't too. watch it
1: <laughs> And they were all like,
0: oh, that's a good one,
1: Miss. And I'm like, yeah, now do your work. <laughs> oh, damn. So I got me a Shroot Farms bed and breakfast t-shirt. I can have my own Jim and Pam Shroot Farms experience. How funny is it? What it's color, color is that? It is like that. beet color. is <laughs> <laughs> a beet color shirt. Oh. It is magical. Thank you so much. You're I am totally going to wear this tomorrow when I have to go to work on a Saturday. Oh. Yeah, man.
0: Happy birthday. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> that was the best thing ever. Um,
1: so, <laughs> ironically enough, half of your Christmas present is also office themed.
0: Yay!
1: Because that's how we roll. That's how we roll. <laughs> yeah. So true. You can always we... bring it back to it the office.
0: With business, you know? No. Um, what?
1: Why, why don't we what? just have an office podcast? Let's have I an mean, office like, podcast. <laughs> why why isn't this just, just it an office podcast? It is signed by Stanley.
0: That's right. You saw Stanley. We did yeah, see Stanley told.
1: at Comet And he took Con. the most
0: awkward picture with you. He's like. <laughs>
1: yeah, well, it was okay. In Stanley's defense, it was the end of the day. Um, and it was like five minutes before Dwight started playing Closing Time by Semisonic.
0: So keep them a piece in, the, in the kitchen, please. Isn't that great? Yes. Thank you. You can get those online. Oh, that's amazing. I want a ream of Dunder, Dunder mifflin Dunder paper. paper. Uh Quabbity Dem- Mifflin. It is Quabbity. Quabbity
1: Eschwitts. Quabbity.
0: Quabbity. They have a lot of stuff on their site too.
1: Oh. Yes. Man. So Stanley signed our paper right before he sang closing time and peace the fuck out of there.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. This really
1: should just be the office podcast where we just compare everything (laughs) to the motherfucking office. (laughs) As it should be. As it should be. You cannot have my
0: Street Farms mug. I. I, You try to take it and I will cut you. You can get your own. I bought it on Etsy. I know. I bought it from somebody
1: (laughs) Um, is amazing and i heard it and i am going to drink all of my things out of it so many things cracked me up so many
0: things oh my god no it's the best um when i got to the grocery store to get the beets um the the little misters had just turned on and i was like fucking fuckers fuck fuck fuckers So I bought a roll of paper towels and I stood out in the cold parking lot and very carefully dried your beets so that they would not make everything like wet and pink inside them. Well, I appreciate people extra in next to me and parked and were like staring at me because I was like at my trunk doing it on top of my trunk blotting my beets and they pulled in and parked and they were staring at me. They went in and shopped, came back out, and I was still (laughs) blotting beets and they. She just turned me like, "What? <laughs> I like dry beads, Bears, right? beats, right? Battlestar don't, Galactica. Don't judge.
1: <laughs> um, oh my god, the shirt that has Dwight with in the bear suit and like the Battlestar yes. Galactica ship. I, I think, want that. I mean, yeah, that's necessary. <laughs> like, it's necessary for our lives. If we were to take like really awkward family Christmas photos, like we would need to take those while wearing that shirt. Yeah, yeah." That'd be fun. we we'll be begin. And then Jeremy and Patrick would have to wear wearing the one where it's all of the faces of shroot. <laughs> I love
0: that. I want those socks. Or the Belschnickel <laughs> and the Belschnickel <laughs> shirt. You have been naughty. naughty. <laughs> <laughs> oh oh. Belschnickel. Is this from your pretty nail polish? Yeah. Cool. Probably because my kid stole it. I was like, I, I have a fun thing
1: to play with now. Because you can't trust my kid, man. Can't take her anywhere.
0: Uh, disagree. I saw a video of her playing peekaboo with herself. You can take her anywhere. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> and then just give her the selfie and the camera. she plays peekaboo. And
1: she'll, And amazing. then she'll steal your beanie. Because your beanie is better than her beanie. Well, Although yeah. both of them are your beanies. Because she just steals your shit. Well, so stick it too. And then she'll lose your favorite beanie in a Target and then cause you to have to go back and just go through every goddamn aisle in a Target to try to find your beanie. But this is how I spend my nights. You love her. That's what they keep telling me. <laughs> no, I do. Okay. She's,
0: she's pretty cute. I guess you keep her. super cute. Yeah. You want to keep her? You want one? I'll sell you one. Quarter? <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure I can make my own not 100% confident I mean, but fairly This certain.
1: one is already made and she's pretty flaw free. So, <laughs> you know, quarter, she's all yours. I'll throw okay. in some diapers. Uh she just you have to feed her snacks. Lots of <laughs> snacks. Lots of snacks. Lots of snacks. She's like a reverse gremlin. All of the snacks before and after midnight. Just all the time, just fucking snacks, twenty four seven. You know, uh, definitely get her wet snack because mom. otherwise she smells funky.
0: <laughs> you know, uh, it's good times. That's funny. Yeah. Um. So what are we talking about today? Fuck if I know, dude. Are we? Are we reading more of our um sexy raptor story? Oh yeah, we could do that, right? We could do because we did promise people we would get back to it.
1: Oh yeah, it is. Well. November was supposed to be the month of the sexy dinosaurs, but then you know, we kind of, whatever, to our fucking things. But we can get back to sexy dinosaurs. It's still November. We have one more day. Um... One more day. That is true. One more dawn. We do... Well, one day more. I mean, technically we have like three more fucking hours or whatever. But <laughs> Shh. Don't tell the people. We do this at midnight, guys. By the light of the blood moon before we murder you And your Have sleep. you watched Sabrina yet? Uh, yeah, I watched fucking Sabrina. I had to before, you know, the Church of Satan sues Netflix it away. and takes
0: it away. <laughs> to be fair, they are, like, really, like, satanic panic, like, all about... I mean, yeah,
1: every Satanist I've met has been, like, super nice. Really nice and very and chill. And the... Yeah. Sabrina is making the Satanists seem, like,
0: real bad. Real bad. Like, and it's so, all kinds of 1980s satanic panic. It really like, is. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of feel bad for the Satanists. I do, too. Yeah, I like, totally... I get it. Yeah. Like,
1: they totally have a reason to be kind of pissed because, yeah, I postpone. Oh. Yeah. Because it was like, what the fuck, man? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I get, what, I get where they're coming from. But and at the right, same time... So.
0: I want them to make another season.
1: <laughs> yeah. Although, I mean, technically, if they change more than, what is it, like, seven things, like, you're allowed to use an image. Yeah. So, as long as did isn't cool, they have no case. But they still can be, you know, grumpy Satanists for the way that yeah. Satan is depicted as being kind of fucking evil. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, really, you're way more likely to be murdered by someone who's not a Satanist. It's true. Like John
0: Wayne Gacy, who was a Democrat. Yep. Yeah. He helped out. Yeah, he did. (laughs) With polling and... Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then, just to be politically, you know... (laughs) Taking potshots pot shots at both sides. You know, Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy. was yeah. a Republican.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yep. Equal opportunity political serial killers. Yep. There you go. Yep. And then to show that, you know, um, it spans everything. Uh, Samuel Little is a black serial killer that they caught and they thought he'd only killed like four people. And so far... Oh, my
1: God, that guy that's confessed to, like, 97 90. crimes. Yeah. yeah. that dude is, like, fucked yeah. up. they've
0: confirmed 34 of them, but they don't think he's lying about the rest, yeah. and they're working on it. Yeah. Yeah, because everyone he's
1: confessed to has been, like, that they've been able to track down has been accurate. Yeah. Yeah. That dude is crazy balls.
0: Yeah. Like...
1: I mean, he could have just, like, been, like, whatever, I got with all this shit, and now was just, like, you want to know? Here you go. Well, he's, like, basically dying.
0: I know. So. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, that's insane that he just. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and the reason why, like, he got away with it is because he, you know, went after <laughs> sex workers and stuff, mm-hmm. and they basically, like, don't exist as far as the police are concerned. Like, if they see a dead sex worker, it's just like, oh. Whatever. I mean, She's plus, trash anyway.
1: Plus, typically, serial killers are white men. Yeah, they are. So yeah. a black serial killer is super, super fucking rare. It's like a goddamn unicorn. Yeah. Um, like a really. And you usually scary you typically unicorn. kill. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's a he's a fucking murder corn, <laughs> um, and you typically kill like within your. Um, What's that called? Um, Your race. Your ethno... Yeah. uh, Thank you, it's not actually race. We're all the fucking human race. Yes. Um, But yeah, like your ethnic group. And then he didn't. He was like all over the place. All over the place, yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah, he is a really... He's a fucking murder corn. corn. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I know, that was like the big news story this... Like earlier this week, and Mm. then later. Like today, all over... Um, like, front page on CNN was, like, John Wayne Gacy is murder clown, because, like, some guy's been using DNA to try to identify the last, like, was it 16
0: or 8 guys who haven't been identified? Oh, yeah, the ones where they just, like, left him in the ground and were, like, so they whatever, no who he's they they fine. Are. Yeah. Yeah. Be- <laughs> like, it got real swampy. You like They, they could just stay in there. Yeah, so they've
1: been using DNA to try to identify, like, the last 8 people, and there's That's an article good. about, like, the guy who's been, like, trying to, like... Like find names for those guys and people who've been coming forward, like thinking that maybe they're like you know loved ones, sixteen year old relatives who yeah. just like went missing in the seventies when no one gave a shit if sixteen year olds went missing. Like yeah. might be the the um like victims and stuff. So it's been like a week of all of my news has been <laughs> serial, serial killers. killers. <laughs> um, it's like oh man, can't escape them. No, nah, you really can't. No, there's so many active ones out. Uh, yeah. That's why, guys, you should just never leave your house. <laughs> I think we're still paused. <laughs> no, we're recording. Oh, are we? <laughs> I never I never pause. But Whatever. you said you postponed. No, I postponed updates on my fucking computer.
0: Oh. Okay. <laughs> it's like I thought we were just having a conversation. No, nope, nope, we recorded all- for all posterity.
1: Yeah. I think you say anything like super embarrassing about yourself because I totally wouldn't edit it out. Just be i just feel like... I smell my own farts. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Made really I mean, everyone smells them. They're really bad.
0: We all talk about them when you're not there. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: Alright, so you want to read some more of this like fucking awful story of yours? Yeah. Okay. Okay, so... so... You mean to recap? Yeah. Alright, so to recap, we're reading The World's most fucking weird ass shit that Ashley picked out called <laughs> Lust Finds a Way by R. K. Galaga. Last time, um, we left off with this dude, um, <laughs> Mr. Bruckner, who's in the first um Andy. Andy. Yeah. Um who is in a whorehouse with a sex worker. Named Mina, um, who you know spent like eight hours fondling the naughty bits of oh, yeah, the sex I forgot worker. that it took forever, yeah, and that they
0: were having sex for a very, very long, long time.
1: time, that's right, at the lavender house. And he broke the rules and stayed past the time, um, and is pretending, you know, that she actually gives a shit about him. And has to sneak out, you know, in the morning, um, under the watchful eye of Miss Hannah, the owner oh, yeah. of the
0: brothel. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm so excited to read. Oh, and then we went to the next morning, right? Uh, that's when he's sneaking out. No, we were further than that, because his junk started feeling weird. Um. Because this is, like, the STD one. His junk got, like, he got a, a boner and was like, I can't touch it. It hurts too much. Because he was like, I'll, I'll just whack off and it'll go away. And then it was, like, too painful. Um, if I remember correctly. Yes. <laughs> Hang on. Yes. Give it 15 seconds while Sarah reads at three chapters ahead. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um. <laughs> No, I went back to, like, recap,
1: and then I totally fucking lost where we were. <laughs> okay.
0: I'm going to go blow my nose. All right. Like, I'm not sick anymore, but I can't, like, stop my nose from being stuffy. All right, did we talk
1: about the sweet, buttery taste of being this dark lavia? I feel That's like we did. We did. <laughs> okay. And he looks, some guy looks for an electric sander.
0: <laughs>
1: he, like, quits his job and walks out and tells
0: people to fuck off. Oh, yeah, there we go. So, here we go. We're ready. We are ready. Let's do this. Um, We can do this.
1: All right. While my my eyes are working better than ever, uh, the rest of my body continues to surprise me with new unpleasant sensations. After only a few minutes of driving, I feel an uncomfortable pressure on my tailbone. It's mild at first, but the pain increases rapidly. Eventually, it becomes so intense, I start to lose feeling in my legs. Even though I'm only halfway through a six-mile stretch of desert, I have no choice but to pull over on the side of the road. I try adjusting the seat position, but it doesn't help. I try turning slightly on my hip, and that just makes the pressure worse. I get out of the car and stretch. With my ass no longer pressed against the seat, it does actually feel a bit better. However, when I reach back to massage the sensitive area, I discover something very unsettling. Pushing out against my pants is like... Some sort of backward I like like some sort of backwards boner is a stiff <laughs> six inch growth extending out from my tailbone. My back boner. <laughs> it's my backbone. I'm starting to think there's more going on here than just dehydration and low blood sugar. Whatever it is, I know I desperately need to get out of the desert before I collapse again. I take a deep breath and force myself back into the car. As soon as I sit, the throbbing pain returns, even more unbearable than before. My hand is shaking as I turn the key. When I step on the gas, I realize my feet are completely numb. With no control of the pressure I exert, the pedal hits the floor before I'm ready. The car careens off the road onto jagged rocks and uneven sand. I tug the steering wheel frantically to avoid a cactus, only to ride (laughs) head-on into an even bigger cactus right next to it. Poor fucker. The airbag deploys and engulfs my already foggy head. Luckily, I do not lose consciousness. (laughs) I look at my phone and see that I have no reception. I'm not surprised, of course, but it never hurts to check. At this point, my only options are to wait with my wrecked car for a passerby to offer assistance or start walking home and and try to hitchhike along the way. If I stay with the car, I can lie down in the back seat and be out of the sun. But if I start walking, I'll at least be making progress while I'm looking for someone to flag down. I decide to abandon the car in favor of the open desert. Maybe that's not actually the smartest move, but I'm pretty delirious at this point. Route twelve connects the big city of Amore, where the tourists can go to legally gamble. Amore, yes, to the sprawling ranches on the outskirts of Silverman County, where the tourists go
0: to legally fuck hookers. <laughs> do they also elect the pimps after they die? Yes, to I public think, office. I think they do. <laughs> Timely political reference.
1: <laughs> oh.
0: Oh, Nevada. I can't believe he's dead. <laughs> like,
1: I can't believe he has been dead for a month. That's true. Yeah. A whole month. Uh, I can't believe he beat a teacher. It's depressing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <clears throat> uh, the tiny downtown area where I work is in the part of the of the county closer to the city, while the suburban area where I live is closer to the ranches. Anyone traveling from the city to the ranches would be heading in the right direction for me. Well, this seems like a reason to be optimistic. People who are on their way to fuck hookers don't always want to stop along a desert road to pick up a gnarly-looking hitchhiker. Not always. Not always. Over the period of about 10 minutes, three cars slow down but then speed off once they get a good look at me. My feet are aching, causing me to hunch over and limp like a zombie. The (laughs) backs of my hands look like crumbled dry mud, and by the feel of it, I assume my face does too. The sun seems to be acting quickly on my skin, most likely due to the dehydration. I take off my button-down shirt and drape it over my head like a hood. The crusty texture on my hand extends all the way up my arm. I see movement out of the corner of my eye and stop in my tracks. A brown, furry snout peeks out from behind a creosote bush. As I stare down a large coyote, I'm overwhelmed with a primal urge. Not to flee, but to hunt. Armed with nothing but a desperate hunger, I inch closer. The coyote takes a few steps back, and I suddenly find myself in a full-on sprint toward it. With every step, sharp pains shoot up from the tips of my cramped shoes up through my shins. I jump over cactuses, um, trample over low desert grass, and kick up so much dirt that it clouds my newly perfected vision. Eventually, my ankles give out and I fall hard onto the ground. By the time the dust settles, the coyote is gone. Now my feet are hurting so badly that I can't even stand back up. Both shoes are bursting at the seams, and the uppers are starting to tear away from the heels. Slowly, I remove one shoe. When I get a load of the horror sticking out of the bottom of my shredded sock, I almost throw up. My trusty old human foot has somehow morphed into what appears to be the foot of a giant bird or a lizard. This is my trusty foot. <laughs>
0: this is my trusty human the other, foot. The other one I don't trust. Yes, that's the untrusty one. <laughs> this
1: one's name is Jim. I trust it. I trust it. What the hell is happening to me? There are two large toes with sharp claws and a third toe with a giant sickle-like talon on the end of it. When I remove the tattered sock, I see a much smaller toe high up on my foot toward my ankle. I run my hand from the top of my shin all the way down to the bony toenails. My skin is thick and dry, but surprisingly soft. More like an iguana skin than an alligator's. And yeah, dude, you fucking rubbed both an iguana and alligator to know this? Like, Yeah,
0: side by right. side. Blindfolded, side by side. He he's pet, just been stroking he's both. He's been stroking the lizard. Yeah, that's what he calls it. Yep.
1: I remove my other shoe and sock. The side of my feet becomes a little less upsetting once I realize that at least they're not causing me pain anymore. I wiggle my toes and discover that they're actually quite dexterous. I'm even able to control the sickle claw, although there seems to be an involuntary contraction that keeps it raised off the ground when I'm not consciously trying to move it. I stand up and give walking a try. My feet are okay, but after a few steps, I notice that the pressure in my lower back is increased. Since my feet felt better once I removed my shoes... I figure yeah. my back might stop hurting if I take off my paint. Totally. This is normal. Mm-hmm. Sure enough, the pressure on my tailbone is gone once I've done so. The boxers I'm wearing underneath are loose-fitting enough not to chafe on my elongated tailbone, so I leave them on. I figure I should probably not be completely naked on the off chance the car does actually stop to pick me up. Also, I don't want to see what my dick looks like right now. <laughs> <All> right. <laughs>
0: Okay, hang on, hang on. Okay, so you ever try and put you like you put shoes on and then you're like, fuck, I gotta put pants on. Yep. And then you try and put your shoes through your pants and it <laughs> doesn't work, right? You try and put your pants on over your over shoes. your shoes, oh, yeah. right? And like it doesn't, like it's stupid and you can't mm-hmm. do it. That's basically like his feet got huge and claw so how did he get his fucking pants how off over How did he get his pants things? off over them? I am assuming he
1: used his sweet, what did he call them? Um, his sickle claws. His sickle to claws. To just like <laughs> slice them up like they were Ginsu's. Okay. I'm going to go with that. Okay. I mean, who the fuck knows? The like, guy just turned into a giant lizard. That's,
0: otherwise, he's like standing on one foot, like trying to pull them off. Anyway. Yeah. In the yeah. desert. That's it. I I enjoy the fact that he's keeping his boxers
1: on because he still thinks that there is a snowball's chance in hell that somebody is going to pull up, see (laughs) this guy with brown, scaly skin, giant fucking lizard leg feet, (laughs) and a pair of boxers, and be like, you know what? I'm going to give that guy a ride. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, hope springs eternal, but (laughs) no, bro. It's not going to happen. Not going to happen. Right. I don't know the exact time, but the position of the sun tells me it's late afternoon. The so-called danger hours have passed, but that's a little consolation. I'm still stranded in the middle of the desert, and I feel extremely weak from hunger and dehydration. Even if I got another crack at that coyote, I wouldn't have the energy to chase it. As for water, well, I know there must be some hiding in secret pockets underground. "'or stored up in certain plants, "'but damned if I don't always fall asleep "'during those Survivor shows "'where they teach you shit like that. "'In spite of severe fatigue, "'I'm able to walk at a pretty consistent pace. "'For the most part, "'I've been cutting through the heat of the desert "'because it's a slightly more direct route. "'I can still see the road from my current path, "'and occasionally a car (coughs) whizzes by. "'I don't think much about trying to flag one down.' until I see this black 1987 Ford LTD Crown Victoria pull off the road and proceed along the dusty emergency lane. I like that. Specific. I can't tell if the driver sees me, so I wave my arms and run toward the vehicle. As I get closer, (laughs) my super eyes are able to recognize the unmistakable sunglasses-mustache combo belonging to the strange tourist back at the hardware store. Before I can reach the road, however, he suddenly speeds off. My, yeah. altered, my altered appearance must have freaked him out. It's just as well. In my current condition, I would hate to have another awkward conversation about my boner. Does he still
0: have the boner?
1: I don't know. I mean, that'd be weird if he Does, did.
0: Because then he'd be, well.
1: I Meaning, I guess it would balance out front, his I was say, boner.
0: He'd be more yeah, symmetrical. here. would front boner and butt boner. Well, it would keep him, like, you know,
1: balanced so he won't fall over. Yeah. Running after the car sapped all that remained of my strength. Defeated, I collapsed to my knees on the side of the road. Tasty desert rodents scurry within a few feet of me, seemingly aware that I'm too weak to go after them. The shadow I cast on the pavement doesn't even look human-shaped. I touch my face and feel thick scales from chin to forehead. My whole skull seems to be changing. Maybe my dehydration is causing me to to hallucinate. Speaking of hallucinations, is that Mina I see emerging from the sparse desert shrubbery across the road? Definitely. Probably not, (laughs) but I decide to go with it. She's naked, of course. Of course. (laughs) And all oiled up. Her bare feet sizzle on the black pavement as she crosses the street. When she reaches me, she takes my head in her hands and pulls me between her glistening breasts. She giggles as my rough skin tickles her sensitive nipples. (laughs) I open my mouth and let my long, lizard-like tongue roll out.
0: (laughs) Uh, That was a good face.
1: uh, I circle her areola, causing her to shiver with pleasure. Her hands glide over my shoulders and down my back until they reach my extended tailbone. She starts stroking it like a cock, and it grows to the size of an alligator's tail. Is that how that works? Yeah, I think so. (laughs) Mina vanishes. It's becoming difficult to keep track of what's real and what isn't. I'm suddenly aware of the smell of rotting flesh. Is it my own body? No, it can't be. I'm fairly sure that I'm still alive, so it must be something else. The desert is full of decaying carcasses, after all. If my nose has become super sensitive like my eyes, then the scent I'm picking up could be miles away. But if the stench of death isn't coming from me, then why are there vultures circling overhead? The scavengers above me disperse at the sound of an approaching vehicle. A blue pickup truck pulls over in front of me. I remain staring glassy-eyed into the sandy abyss even as I hear the engine turn off and a door open. A young male voice calls out to me, but my brain is too fried to understand the words. Not until he's standing right in front of me do I realize, I come out of my daze enough to comprehend what he's saying. Hey, are you okay? I try to speak, but my throat is too parched to produce sound. I mouth the words water over and over until I can read my lips. Hey guys, he calls back to the truck. This guy needs water really badly. Two other young men rush over to us. They stand shoulder to shoulder, shielding me from the harsh sun. I feel like
0: he's going to kill him.
1: I feel like, why the fuck are they giving water to this weird (laughs) dinosaur guy? (laughs) One of them holds a bottle of spring water in front of my face, and with my last ounce of strength, I take it from him. My first attempt at a sip is more of a dousing as my mouth is too dry and stiff to close around the end of the bottle. The cool liquid feels good as it trickles over my crusty lips and down my leathery neck. This energizes <laughs> me. Crusty lips. <laughs> you know? And I'm able to drink the rest of the water. Much better, I finally say. Thank you. <laughs> the three men appear to be in their early 20s. All of them are short, stocky, and dressed in knee-length jean shorts with unbuttoned short sleeve Hawaiian shirts over plain white V-neck tees. How long have you been out here, asked the least stocky of the three. His glasses are so thick that direct rays from the sun would cause his eyeballs to burst into flames. Fortunately, the brim of his old-fashioned Yankees cap seems to be preventing this. Since about one o'clock, what time is it now? It's a little after four, says the kid who gave me the water. It looks as though he's trying to de-emphasize the roundness of his head with a jawline beard, but he's not quite able to grow one. Shit, man, says the kid who found me. That's a long time to be wandering in the desert. He glances out to the endless sand, probably realizing his own pink, freckly face will fry if he stays out here much longer. You want a lift? I look up at him, slow to process the offer. It's okay. We promise not to murder you, he said with a grin.
0: (laughs) fucking dinosaur monster in his boxers.
1: Right? (laughs) Uh, my name is Peter. He offers his doughy hand for me to shake. This is Derek. He says, pointing to the kid with glasses, and that's Ed. I'm Andy. I say, shaking all of their hands in turn. Actually, a lift into town would be awesome if it's not too much trouble. Well, we're heading. Pete looks, looks at his companions, and then they shake their heads. I laugh. You're going to one of the ranches, huh? The three young tourists look bashfully down at the ground. Hang on. <laughs> All right, you're going to one of the ranches, huh? <laughs> oh, yeah. The three young tourists look bashfully at the ground. Don't worry, nobody around here will judge you. We're actually proud of our brothels. Without them, we'd be a ghost town. Okay, then, says Ed with a sigh. Well, yeah, we're actually going to be staying at the Blue Bonnet Ranch. But even if it's not on the way, I'm sure we can take you wherever you need to go. Yeah, says Derek. We're not just going to leave you in the desert to die. Thank you. You'll actually be passing through my part of town on your way to the ranch, so it won't take you out of your way. The three of them help me to my feet. When we reach their pickup, Pete peers through the window of the cab. Crap, someone's going to have to ride in the back. It's not a huge truck, and the cab only has the front seat. The truck bed contains a few suitcases and boxes, but there's enough room for someone to sit comfortably. I'll gladly sit back there, I volunteer. I can't really sit in a regular car seat right now, anyway. I turn around so they can see my extended tailbone because of this. See yourself, Pete says, with a shrug.
0: And they're not fucking mentioning. No, no, like, well, that's fucking weird, man. Nobody says anything. Okay.
1: All right. Okay. Oh, I see why. Okay. See yourself, Pete says, with a shrug. Who are you supposed to be anyway? Asked Ed. Huh? Your costume. I don't recognize that character. I had forgotten that the Amore Comic Con was on... was going on back in the city. Now I understood why my appearance didn't freak out these kids. They think I'm a cosplayer. If there was ever a convenient time to be turning into a monstrous freak, it was this weekend. It's very true. Uh, It's just a character from this local underground comic. You probably never heard of it. Really? (laughs) What's it called? I asked. I looked down at my scaly hands. It's called Lizard Lad. Sounds cool. (laughs) Does the artist have a table at the con? Not this year. We're going as the three lethal, le, the three lethal pigs. Derek chimes in excitedly. The comic version, of course, not the lame movie version. It took us all year to make the costumes. Cool.
0: Jeans, shorts, Hawaiian shirts. It took them all year. Maybe the maybe
1: they had the costumes in the boxes. Oh. Yeah. Um, cool. I wonder to myself if they'll be dressing up for their courtesans later. The three chubby boys squeeze into the cab, and I climb into the truck bed. Wow, this dude, for a guy turning into a fucking lizard, is really hung up on the fact that all of these guys are short and stout.
0: Yes, he is. it's a little harsh, dude. He's he's really focused on them. He
1: really is. All right. Lying down on my side with a slight bend at the waist is the only position that works with my new anatomical developments. Stacks of vinyl, suitcases, and corrugated cardboard boxes obstruct my view, but that's fine with me. I'm sick of looking at cacti and tumbleweed. Up front in the cab, the boys are chattering about who would win a fight between Batman wearing Iron Man's armor and the Hulk with Lex Luthor's brain. Once we reach our cruising speed, I can no longer hear them. I regret not asking if they had some snacks to spare, but the water I drank should sustain me until I get home. In the meantime, I'm actually enjoying the ride. Their luggage provides some welcome shade from the sun, and the breeze feels really nice. I haven't felt this comfortable since the morning, the moment right before I told Mina that I loved her. An unpleasant thought occurs to me. Could Mina have something to do with this weird shit that's been happening to my body?
0: What?
1: To me, she's a beautiful angel, graceful and pure. I can't deny, however, that her profession does bring to the table certain undesirable health risks. There's a reason for all the Lavender House's condom policy, after all. Still, I'm no doctor, but I've never heard of an STD that causes a person to turn into a giant bird or lizard man or whatever the hell I'm turning, becoming. Maybe I should return to the Lavender House tomorrow and see if Mina and I can get to the bottom of this. For all I know, this is happening to her too. The truck begins to slow down and I can tell we're no longer in the desert. The highway leads into the residential area that is my neighborhood. I still can't see anything past the suitcases, so I sit up as much as my tailbone will allow. We're actually not that far from my place. I tap on the back window and get the boys to pull over. Derek jumps out of the cab and comes back to help open the tailgate for me. My legs are stiff, and I climb out slowly. Thanks for the ride, I say. If it wasn't for you guys, I'd probably have died out there. No problem. Hey, what were you doing out in the middle of the desert anyway? It's a long story. Not very interesting. Fair enough, Derek says with a smile. Well, take care. Maybe we'll run into you tomorrow. Huh? One of their boxes is slightly open, and I can see part of a rubber pig nose. There you go. Oh, right, the con. Yeah, maybe. I shake his hand, and he squishes back into the front seat of his truck. All three boys wave as they drive off towards their evening of professional-grade love. (laughs) As I walk the rest of the way home, I get a few stares from evening commuters, people walking their dogs. But for the most part, I don't seem to be attracting all that much attention. This is a relief, but not altogether surprising. When your town's economy is based on the sale of legal sins, you get used to not asking questions. For all the townies know, I could be the president of the United States on my way to a brothel wearing a lizard man makeup to throw off the paparazzi. It wouldn't be the first time this has happened here.
0: Honestly? That sounds likely. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Plausible. Yeah. I mean, I often wear lizard man makeup to evade you know, detection. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The moment I arrive at my place, I realize something unfortunate. My keys are in my pants pocket, which are still in the desert. <laughs> it
0: sucks for you, dude. So, okay. When guys wear boxers, don't the winkies just, like, pop out every once in a while accidentally, right? They're all, like, breezy and blowy. Don't they just, like, whoop? I don't know.
1: I mean, I guess. Not in, like, those tidy boxer briefs, but probably in, like, Yeah, regular like, boxers. regular yeah. boxers.
0: No, not in yeah. the boxer briefs. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's just walking along flashing dino dick at passersby. Possibly. Um, I live on the basement floor of an old house. In the
1: past, when I've forgotten my keys, I've simply broken a window to get in. What? (laughs) It's going to be a little trickier this time. While the neighbors might be willing to ignore a man they perceive wearing a wacky costume, they're likely to be a bit suspicious when they see that man breaking into the house next door. I don't know any of them well enough to explain myself if I get caught. At least the basement windows are on the side of the house, not the front. I make sure nobody is looking before leaping over the bushes onto the lawn. Getting down on my stomach, I crawl through the long, unkept grass till I reach the window. Looking back at my new raptor-like feet, I think of a way that might get me in without making too much noise. With one of my new sharp sickle claws, I score a circle in the glass. No. Yeah. (laughs) After going over it a few times to make sure the cut goes all the way through, I give the circle a gentle push. Thankfully, the small section of glass falls away without shattering. I reach my hand through the opening I've made and undo the lock. Gently, I push the window open enough so I can crawl through it. I fall about five feet and land on my couch. For a moment, I just lie there, looking up at my water-stained ceiling. Never have, have I been so glad to be home. Eventually, I get up and drag my exhausted bones into the kitchen. It might surprise a lot of people, but I'm actually not a bad cook. I certainly don't have the energy to prepare a gourmet meal right now, but my fridge is stocked with many delicious leftovers. Lasagna, half eaten prime rib, teriyaki chicken wings, quinoa salad. I eat it all cold, right out of the fridge. I stand there with the door open, devouring everything in sight until there's nothing left except a few condiments and a box of baking soda. I wash it all down with some water from the sink and head to my room. Mm. I sigh happily at the side of my bed. Eating has made me feel this kind of satisfied, kind of tired which is significantly more pleasant than the dejected kind of tired I felt back in the desert. I flop face first on top of my covers. (laughs) As I drift off to sleep, I once again dream of Mina. It's early this morning, right after I left, and Mina is lying naked in her bed, thinking about our night together. She smiles while she slowly runs her hands down her entire body. Just then, there's a knock at her door. It's Miss Hannah, and she's come to discipline her. Without waiting to be invited in, the stern madam bursts into the room. She's wearing a tight leather corset, a studded metallic strap on dildo, and seven inch stiletto heels.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, in my head, this is what happens anytime you describe a character. <laughs> okay. I see like the little paper dolls. Um, Mm -hmm. that you can, like, take the outfits and, like, put them on and you Mm -hmm. fold them over. You know what I'm talking Mm -hmm. about? Um, in my head. So I just see, like, it's, like, a generic female. Mm -hmm. Um, with, like, the standard, like, hourglass Barbie type Mm -hmm. thing. And then, like, you're, like, she's got a leather corset. And he just goes, like, poof! And it shows up on her. (laughs) And she's got a strap-on dildo. Poof! And there it is out. And don't forget those seven inch still out of the heels. Which I don't know if you can even walk in that. They'd have to have some platform in them, right? Because actual seven inches, you'd be so far forward. I don't know. You'd die. Yeah. 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 All right, it gets better. In her chainmail
1: gloves. Oh.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> she carries a cat of nine tails. She's a
0: knight now. <laughs> yeah, she
1: is. She carries a cat of nine tails and nipple clamps. Oh. Miss Hannah cracks her up in the air. Mina, you've been a very bad girl.
0: That's not how you... That's not how cat of nine tails work. They don't crack. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. You know what? It's, it's Andy's <laughs>
1: delusional raptor <laughs> fantasy. So, whatevs. Um, Mina, you've been a very bad girl. What did I tell you about letting clients sleep over? But Andy isn't just a client. I think I love him. I'm sure he has a huge cock and he fucks you better than any man you've ever been with. Rules are rules. (laughs) You're just jealous, Mina shouts defiantly. I know you've always wanted to fuck me yourself. Miss Hannah laughs. laughs. It doesn't take a genius to figure that out, Genius. Oh. <laughs> wow. Burning <laughs> retort. <laughs> Why else would I come into your room wearing this studded metal metallic strap-on dildo? All the right. The
0: dildo studded? I guess. Ow. I, I don't
1: know. Ow. So you're here to punish me? Yeah. Severely. Mina's <clears throat> insulin scowl fades away. Well, in all honesty, you do actually look pretty fucking hot in that outfit. Maybe I do need a spanking. Uh, in my head, Mina's an airhead. So, yeah. Yes. Obviously. O- out loud, she's
0: an airhead, yeah, too.
1: <laughs> for sure. Turn around and get on all fours. Mina does as she's told. She looks back over her shoulder just as Miss Hannah is raising the whip above her head. Down it comes, hard across Mina's ass. Her meaty cheeks quiver like butterscotch pudding. <laughs>
0: <laughs> meaty cheeks. Butterscotch pudding. Yep. Meat pudding. <laughs> Mudding. Mudding.
1: <laughs> also, I don't think this person understands Cat nine
0: tails." No, uh, no, not at all. Not <laughs> even a little bit. I think he's like thinking Indiana Jones. Or like also a riding crop. Yeah, like I think, I it, think. Because, like, the crack of the whip was, like, uh, was Indiana, like a, Jones. Uh, Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. Indiana Jones And this is definitely... This is more riding, riding crop, crop yeah. so... Mm-hmm. Yeah. So
1: we're just going to substitute riding crop for <laughs> whip here. No, um, I think because that makes it... No, I'm saying just, like, when you think oh, about it. Oh, when you think it, about, about it. it when it, yeah. it
0: poofs into my brain. Yep. Mm-hmm. Much definitely like the riding crop. Much like studded strap-on. Yes. All right. Miss
1: Hannah snaps loop again. This time it leaves a long red slash across both buttocks. Again, Mina shouts, <laughs> harder this time. Miss Hannah puts her whole body into it.
0: Another she red, falls over her.
1: <laughs> another red welt appears on Mina's bouncy bottom. But <laughs> Keep going. I still haven't learned my lesson. Over and over, Miss Hannah cracks her whip, and each time Mina begs for more, Miss Hannah's hard body begins to swell. Ooh. Wait, what? That's what it says. Okay. And sweat drips from her forehead. She continues to flog until she can no longer lift her arm. Exhausted, she drops the whip onto the floor. Mina's ass looks like ground chuck, but her spirit remains unbroken. Ew. You know, the sleepover wasn't my only sin, she says with a goading grin. I also let Andy fuck me without a a condom. For all I know, I could be pregnant with his baby. Good luck trying to replace these perfect tits while I'm out on maternity leave. Miss Hannah's eyes now blaze with fire. Why, you insubordinate little cunt. We'll see how your perfect tits stand up with to the thrashing I've got in store for them. Ew. Ground chuck ass. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was butterscotch pudding. Now it's ground chuck. It's <laughs> just getting more and more pleasant. It's not good. No, this is a really, and un- this is, no, this just keeps getting more and more disgusting. And, uh, yeah, all right. I'm gonna vomit just so you know. (laughs) Don't. (laughs) Like no I'm seriously it it gets really nasty. Just
0: speed past it till we're done.
1: Okay so we're gonna fast forward.
0: I like I don't actually like.
1: You don't want to do any of this. So just to summarize (laughs) uh, uh, Mina is gross Um, (laughs) (laughs) Miss Hannah is gonna do weird shit with nipple clamps And then, uh, oh, this is good. Um, Miss Hannah is going to beat Mina's boobs while wearing her her chainmail gloves. Remember she had those. Oh yeah. While Miss Mina is going to yell, "That's it! Bounce those fleshy speed bags like Manny Pacquiao." (laughs) (laughs) I need that one more time. (laughs) Yeah. That's it! Yells Mina. Bounce those fleshy speed bags like Manny Pacquiao. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right, Um and then we get to some really, really gross shit, which we are just going to fast forward before <laughs> I vomit, like, blah, uh, just, yeah, Um oh my God, there's some fisting, and then we're going to, we're
0: going to, yep, yeah, uh-huh, fast. <laughs> I'm glad you read quickly, <laughs> uh, da, da, da,
1: da, 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 da. um, that was amazing, Mina says as she rubs a rope <laughs> her rope burn wrists. You know how to discipline me like nobody else. She takes Miss Hannah's ungloved hand and holds it to her cheek. But if I'm, if I'm to be completely Ew, honest, I is haven't... Is
0: that the glove she
1: fisted with? No, oh, the one that was gloved was, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ew. I haven't completely learned my lesson. Poor oh, male. Miss Hannah asks if she unties Mina's ankles. What do you mean? The thing is, I might really love Andy. That's romantic and all, but as long as you're fucking him in this bed, he's a client, and that means he can't spend the night. You don't want the county to shut us down, do you? Mina sighs. No. no. Miss Hannah unzips her corset back up and gathers her toys. Whoop. On her way out the door, she pauses and turns back to Mina. You know, I don't expect girls to stay here forever. I know there's life to be lived beyond the lavender house. Although if you leave, I'll be a hell. Of, it'll be a hell of a time replacing those perfect tits of yours. Mina smiles. Thanks, Madam Hannah. With that, Miss Hannah slips out of the room and heads back down to her office, where she works to prepare for the evening lineup. Mina stays in bed for a while, enjoying her post-orgasmic bliss. She spends the rest of her day thinking of me, just as I spend the rest of mine (laughs) thinking of her. Not wanting my dream to end, I cling to sleep like a security blanket, holding off the harsh truth of the real world as long as I possibly can. When I finally let myself wake up, I am no longer... On my bed, I'm in an empty corner of my room, lying with my legs folded under me like a roosting chicken. The carpet leading back to the bed is all torn up. My desk lamp has been knocked off my nightstand, and there's a six foot long scrape along the wall behind it. My body feels foreign, as though I'm an avatar in some kind of hyper realistic computer simulation. I stand up and walk apprehensively to the full length mirror on the back of my door. For a second, I think I'm looking at a poster from an old Ray Harryhausen movie before it sinks in that I'm actually looking at my own reflection. I am no longer a human being, which at this point isn't a surprise. I'm also neither a giant bird nor a lizard man. Judging by the size and shape of my head, my relative limb's length, and of course, those sickle-like claws in my feet, I seem to be some sort of raptor, or maybe a baby T-Rex, I don't know that much about dinosaurs. <laughs> what I do know is that I feel completely numb. I wonder at first if I'm still sleeping. I bite my own arm with my sharp, serrated <laughs> teeth, <laughs> hoping I'll wake up back in my bed with no tail, no claws, and no sharp, serrated teeth. To my dismay, I am already awake. This is real. I am really a dinosaur. And that's where we're going to end. <laughs> so, <coughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um. So, yeah, that was just real fucking gross. Like, <laughs> like, ooh, uh, bleh, uh. there's you so lucky you don't have to read that. Like it's mean, good. even like... speed reading that was traumatic <laughs> and my eyes are bleeding. You can't see it, guys, because this is a podcast. But my eyes are currently bleeding and I blame Ashley. <laughs> so you're welcome that I skip through that for you. Yep. But next time, we will get to experience what happens now that Andy is a full-blown raptor. <laughs> will he confront Mina about his raptorness? Will Mina reveal how she gave him an STD that turned him into a raptor?
0: Probably with her lady bits is how she gave it to him. Well, this is why, guys, you always
1: <laughs> use condoms. Also, we are only like 30% of this
0: fucking book. I know. I'm this so is excited. a really long book. I'm so excited. Like, what? It's so stupid. I love it. Oh my god. I love all it. All right. I don't need all the horrible graphic details of the sex. Oh yeah, but no. But I, I do We're going to skip that shit because the awful storyline. Because I'm vomiting
1: on the inside. <laughs> so much vomit. Also, that was like four shots worth of ooze. So, you're welcome. I'm real drunk now. <laughs>
0: And that's where we're gonna end. You don't have to drive home. That's so good.
1: Thank God, because that was four shots worth of. (laughs) No, that's five. All
0: right. (laughs) So, anyway, enjoy Uh,
1: the last few minutes of November. By the time you. Oh, fuck you guys. By the time you see this, it will be December. December. So.
0: Happy December. Happy December. Yeah. Go outside. Do shit. Do shit. (laughs) Bye. Bye. (laughs)